1: scoring touchdowns tomorrow in the Pinstripe Bowl, Yankee Stadium in New York City, and a man who's going to be on that call, he's going to be alongside the voice, Joe Zigaki. Don Bailey Jr., former Miami Hurricanes team captain, you're going to hear him tomorrow right here on WQAM, DBJ, who's out on location in New York City, how are you, sir?
0: I couldn't be better, I hope you had great holidays, Alex, and uh, everything turned out your way.
1: Great holidays, Don. I hope I hope the same for you. And I and and you've got uh, you got family up there, right? So you were you were kind of killing two birds birds with one stone: pinstripe bowl and Christmas.
0: That's right. Got a got a two for one out of the deal. I, you know, married one of those New Yorkers that I met at University of Miami. Best thing I ever did. So it's all worked out good.
1: I love that. That's tremendous. Now, you know, Don, uh, I'm many reasons why i'm excited to watch the bowl game tomorrow one of those being we're going to get our first look at Jakari brown since 2022 last time Mm -hmm. he started a game or played any in-game snaps for miami 2022 Um, what have you seen uh this season from Jakari's development and anything you can share from the last couple weeks of practice in terms of what we can expect from qb1 tomorrow
0: well, I think it's going to be expect the unexpected, almost right. As you mentioned, we we have not seen him play in a game situation all year. Now, I will tell you that he has practiced extremely hard. The meetings that I've been around that he's in, he's paid attention. He's he has been dialed in all year with the the mindset that he's one snap away from starting. Um, the last couple of weeks, you 15 days of practice. He's really been dialed in. You know, he realizes that this is an audition tape for him. For, for right now, for the future, you know, for for the next season, whatever his plans are, and and he's taking control of this football team. He's he's got he's such a natural leader. And we saw that last year with our post game conversations and how he handled the situation that he was in, you know, against Clemson and against Georgia Tech and Florida State and all the games that he got in. You you saw that he's 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 a built in leadership that all quarterbacks need. Now, they are tailor fitting the offense. To to Jokari, this offense is is going to be made for him to be as successful as he can be, as long as he follows the rules of the play. And I and I I'm looking forward to it. I think he's a guy that will bring a whole other dimension to the game as far as energy goes. I think the the players have rallied around him both offensively and defensively. He's uh, a lot of these guys that names that are going to be playing tomorrow. Our new names because of so many guys going in, whether it's to the portal or to the NFL draft or for graduation purposes, they're not playing. And it's uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's it's going to be a big stage for him and it's going to be a great opportunity.
1: I love what you said, by the way, about Shannon Dawson tailoring the offense to him um, because, you know, he he plays differently than, of course, Tyler Van Dyke, who started most of the year, and and Emery Williams, who got in a couple of games last year. uh, Because, you know, Jakari, physical, and he can run in a way, you know, Miami's other quarterbacks could not. Um, how do you think that that's going to match up against Rutgers' defense, Don? Because R- Rutgers, their, their defense to me looks a lot better than their offense, and there could be some challenges there. Uh, do you think Jakari's going to be able to, to hit some deep throws and also pick up some first downs with his legs?
0: You know, he's got to do all of the above, Alex, because that's what he is. I mean, he's not, uh, you, you can't, he cannot build his career that he's a running quarterback. If you're going to do that, go play running back or go play another position. He's got to be complete at that position. So he's going to have to, I think really the important thing is him completing some passes, I think, because if he's going to be dialed in as a guy like Rutgers, now Rutgers, you know, they they label their guy as a dual threat, but really he's a running back. He's their second leading rusher, and you can stop him if you're not threatened with the pass. I think it's important that that Brown has a great day throwing the football. Now, you know, I'm talking percentage-wise, I'd like to see him in the, in the mid-60s, if that's possible. That's a number that we're at right now, best in the ACC in completion percentage in the conference. I think he, he needs to hold true to that. But again, it's about ball distribution, and he's got to go through his progressions and understand that he is a quarterback. And then when everything breaks down, then he can go about it and do what he does best, and that's improvised.
1: Don, um, as far as his protection goes, um, I think to me, Miami's offensive line, uh, certainly a lot deeper than they were a year ago. Uh, They did lose center Matt Lee, who's declared for the NFL draft. He opted out of the game. And J.B. on Cohen, who was the starting left guard all season, same thing. Uh, I expect we'll probably see Matthew McCoy at left guard, probably Ryan Rodriguez at center. Do do you see it lining up that way? And and how do you feel about uh, the protection Jakari's going to have? tomorrow.
0: Well, I think you know. Also, um, Cristobal will be in there. He's been in the rotation in practice as well. So, you know, he's a fifth-year guy that transferred in. And I see that you lost two guys that are going to get drafted in the National Football League, and you're replacing them with two or three guys that have had no experience to speak of. You know, and, I, and that's a big that's a big hit. Don't let anybody fool you. With that being said, fortunately that room, in my opinion, has got the best offensive line coach in America. And and if, and if that's not enough, the head coach is also one of the best offensive line coaches in America. So those guys will be, they'll be prepared. And that's the whole key to that position in a situation like this. Um, if they understand every play and the technique that they're supposed to be used, they can play winning football. But you're going, you're taking out, 75 starts and putting in zero starts and that's going to have an effect and you know how how does it catch up with you i don't know but if you can make your calls and you you are in the right position with a lot of effort you can neutralize that inexperience
1: don bailey jr is with us he's he's in new york city he's live uh with us getting ready for the pinstripe bowl tomorrow uh, DBJ, I'm I'm sure you've done plenty of Rutgers scouting already. What have you seen from mm-hmm. the Scarlet Knights on tape? And of course, their head coach, someone we're all very familiar with, and Greg Schiano. What are the big challenges Rutgers is going to present to Miami?
0: I think they're going to present a 60-minute challenge, Alex. You know, you look at you look at their record. They lost to Ohio State. They lost to Michigan. They lost to Iowa. That's the second half of the year. The first. You know they, they they were four and two the first six games and then lost the last four games. But it's all against ranked opponents except for Maryland and Maryland may be ranked at the end of the year. You know as as we speak. So they played a very tough schedule. They are extremely well coached, all phases of, of the game. Special teams is a big part of Coach Chiano's deal as it is his Coach Cristobal. Of course, he's one of the best defensive coordinators in, in college football and he was such a good defensive core, the defensive guy. The guy he was that in the NFL as well so they're going they play defense they're going to build every game around defense special teams and not losing the football game and they're adamant about winning the time of possession they don't care if it's boring football offensively they're just not going to turn it over and they're gonna, they're going to hang around long enough and let the opponent make enough mistakes to where they'll capitalize with their quarterback who's as good a dual threat as you're going to see in the game, or especially in that conference, and let him do what he does best.
1: We're talking with Don Bailey Jr., Miami Hurricanes color analyst, who's going to be on the call tomorrow, two fifteen p.m. kickoff, ten a.m. pregame here on wqam Miami Hurricanes against Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Uh, D B J over the last twenty years, Miami's bowl record has been has been quite poor. Um, you know, two thousand six they won a bowl game against Nevada, two thousand sixteen they won a bowl game against West Virginia. Everything other than that since oh four has been have been bowl losses and it makes people you know wonder over the past 20 years ha- have they taken you know bowl games seriously enough obviously this will be Mario Cristobal's first bowl game as head coach at Miami what's the attitude been for these past couple of weeks cuz I-, I know that and there are certain teams around the country that are probably going to show up to their bowl games not taking them very seriously i hope Miami is not one of those done
0: you know, I, every every practice and meeting that I've been to, whether it was in Miami or New York, this team is extremely focused. They realize, you know, you're going to have guys playing in new positions. You're going to have first time starters. This is really, as far as the where the ta- where the personnel is, it's almost like a spring game because you've got all these new faces and. I'm not going to let people forget that you're, you lost two starting safeties that are supposed to go to the NFL. You lost a defensive tackle that's supposed to go to the NFL. You got lost a couple of linemen that are supposed to go to the NFL. You lost a receiver that going, that's transferred out to a national championship contender. So Miami has lost a lot of talent. And as far as looking at how they've approached it, they have approached it like every single regular season game that it is the most important thing. And, and it's come through at practice now they they've had some fun they've done some events and you know last couple of days here in New York they've honed in to the fact that it is now game week Miami is here to win a bowl game not participate they're here to win a bowl game get on stage and take the trophy home they understand the quality of the opponent i don't i have i don't believe anybody that really is a hurricane fan that's not informed understands that the team you're playing against Rutgers is very very good. Is their record six and six? Yes. Is that is that a bad record? <laughs> not when you look at who they played and you look at the talent on the field. Miami's coming in with a lot of new faces and new places, guys that have not played in the position and they've embraced it. And you know the the thing to me was yesterday we were at Giants the New York Giants facility for practice and the players ran the practice. There was there was no pushing the guys to go harder. There was nobody taking a play off. I was very impressed with how they practice in that environment and how they're handling it and showing maturity with really a, 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 an even younger team than you played the season with. So I expect them to give 100%, but I also understand why they're not favored to win this football game.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's something, I, I've talked about that the last couple days, how Rutgers are, are favored by one point I think obviously Don you touched on it how many important Miami players are are leaving to try to get to the NFL you've had a handful of guys including you know the, the guy who started 10 of your 12 games at quarterback this year who's already transferred uh, to Wisconsin and you mentioned Colby Young is on his way to Georgia so you know I get my, my, Miami just with the amount of turnover I understand why they're underdogs in the game, and it's also um, it it kind of feels like a pseudo home game for Rutgers, right? Because their their campus is not too far away from the stadium.
0: Yeah, that that is the case. Now, fortunately, Miami represents well here in the Northeast, and, and New York is is a state where there's a lot of hurricanes, so it's gonna it'll be it'll be heavily tilted Rutgers, but there'll be enough orange and green here to make a difference, and. It's exciting. I mean, the, the bowl, they have everybody's wondering what's going on with the bowls and what's going to happen. I can tell you the pinstripe bowl has done an A-plus job of making sure that everybody is entertained, that everything is organized, and it is first class.
1: You know, Don, um, what, when I see, and, and our bowl game is not getting hit as badly as some others. Like, I look at the, the rosters for, uh, you know, Georgia against Florida State, that are going to be going head-to-head on Saturday. It's like a lot of players we've never even heard of. Like, Is it too logical that can, can we move the transfer portal? Down? I understand players opting out for the NFL. That That's always going to happen. But can we move the start of the transfer portal back a few weeks so that guys can at least play the bowl game before they hit the portal? It seems like that would make too much sense for the NCAA not to do.
0: Well, they're going to have to do something if they're going to keep the bowl games in place. And, and I am... 100% for bowl games. I mean, I, yeah. I happened to be a part of the first bowl game Miami had in 14 or 15 years when they went to the Peach Bowl with Coach Nellenberger, and it was a great experience then. Fortunately, I've been from the Rose Bowl to the Orange Bowl to the Pinstripe Bowl to, to any, the Sun Bowl, any a, a lot of bowls I've gone to, and I have always enjoyed myself. I think it's a great experience for the players. I believe it's a reward for a successful season, but I also help. I also think that it helps the players develop because they pick up 15 more practices. And the NCAA is going to have to do something. You know, one thing they have done is you know you're allowed four games to play in the regular season. If you do play in a, in a bowl game and it's your fifth game, you don't lose that year of eligibility. That's a step. But you, as, as far as I'm concerned, you have to protect the bowl system. You have to protect that. And an easiest thing, Alex, is you've got a great idea. Just move, move that date. You know, till January or January 5th and and let the guys be locked in place and if they're going to opt out and go to the NFL, so be it but at least give the advertisers, the fans on the road the, 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 the watching audiences no matter where they are the viewing audiences no matter where they are an opportunity to, to basically see as much of a team that you followed all year in a bowl as you do um, in the regular season
1: Now Don, at it- I I know you live a healthy lifestyle, three sixty five. Have you had? Have you splurged at all in New York? Have you had any street hot dogs? Any pizza? Have you had any any uh, cheap meals
0: this week? (laughs) Well, let let me let me let me put it this way: I I do live a clean life. Okay, as far as my habits go, when I hit New York City, or I hit New York with my family up here. (laughs) I'm off the wagon, baby. I'm, All right. I'm digging. I'm digging, so what, I'm digging in had? on the pizzas. <laughs> oh, well, you you got to start it off right away with a raised pizza. As soon as you hit the door, don't you? I mean, does anything happen better than a raise, right? So you got to go right there, and you got when I go out for dinner, and I eat what I can eat now. You know, I, I have some. Not a big meat guy, so I'm not going down that road much. But it's. Uh, I'm up here. It's it, everything. Everything's available, and I'm going to take advantage of it.
1: I love it. Don Bailey Jr., enjoy the game tomorrow, enjoy the call, and enjoy the time
0: with family and loved ones. All righty, Alex. Happy New Year to you, and once again, I really appreciate being all with you, and you do a phenomenal job.
1: I appreciate that. Right back at you, Don. Thank you. Bye-bye. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.